Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Worthy is the Lamb. Praise God. What a blessing. What a privilege. What an honor. Hallelujah. The presence of the Lord is among us today. Grateful for this opportunity again to come together as the body of Christ. Good to see you all again today. Welcome those who are listening to us on our audio service line or who might be listening to us on the podcast later on. We're grateful for you. We praise God for you. And praise God for all these who've come into the house this morning. Amen. Doesn't feel like the rain is just ever going to stop, does it? But we have a promise, do we not? Didn't the Lord say he would not flood the earth again? So it must stop sooner or later. Hallelujah. But you know, the rain is a blessing. And there's, there's parts of our world that would truly give anything to have the weather we've been having all throughout this season. But you know what? God knows what he's doing. Amen. Amen. God bless you today. If you are uh, listening in today or if you're here today, you want to give, we have an offering receptacle in the back. You can make your donations there as you come in or as you leave. Or if you are of the digital generation, you can go to our website at lhcogfl.org. You can give there through the GiveLify app, PayPal, or you mail it in. You can send it with a friend. We'll take it. We'll take it any way you want to give it. We thank you so much for your support. I'm so grateful for the faithfulness of God's people. Amen. This ministry, I've spoken to so many pastors, ministers, evangelists over the past few months who really are struggling. Pray for them. <clears throat> this um, this year has not been easy in any respect, but uh, in particular financially for many of those who preach the gospel. The enemy knows that one of his most effective strategies is to starve the gospel, to, to shut churches down, to make it impossible to, for them to afford to continue to operate and He's been successful in a lot of cases. But praise God, Lighthouse still stands. We're continuing the mission. We're continuing the work. God is continuing to be faithful. And we appreciate all that you do to help us continue reaching lives for Jesus Christ. I do want to share with you the uh, schedule for this week. It's a holiday week, so it's a little different than typical. Uh, but uh, we will have prayer uh, the prayer call this afternoon at 5.30. Uh, if you are uh, interested, the revival with Bridgepoint Church continues tonight, 7 o'clock. I believe they're also doing it uh, tomorrow night and Tuesday night at 7.45. So I went I went yesterday. Dr. Mann is a very powerful minister and enjoyed the service yesterday, and they're doing a good work there. Uh, after the service, they were giving away uh, baskets of food, turkeys, and uh, uh, Thanksgiving supplies, and I tell you that the line of cars was uh, was impressive. 
what a great work there that that is. And uh, of course, we have our own work here. Sister Jacob brings the bread and the pastries each Sunday, and I appreciate that. Amen. Don't let it go to waste. Amen. If you're uh, if you're full, you may know somebody who's not. If you have a neighbor, a friend, a co-worker, family that you know might be a little light in the in the supplies department right now for whatever reason, by all means, grab a bag, grab a box, take it to them. We want to bless them. Don't leave it here. If you leave it here, I got to throw it away. I can't. It won't keep. It's all perishable items. So. Uh, just take it and hand it out. Hand it to the guy on the street corner if you like. But take it with you when you go. <clears throat> and then uh, Wednesday um, at 12 o'clock, Reverend Folga, 12 p.m., will be hosting the live prayer request line. You can call in to the uh, audio service line number. Make your request known. Reverend Folger will pray with you right then and there on the line. He'll be on from 12 to 1 or about that time. So uh, let somebody know. If somebody comes to you with a need, somebody comes to you with a, a request, say, listen, we have an opportunity here. You can call in. Reverend Folger is a great man of God, a great prayer warrior, and uh, he'll, uh, he'll, he'll take you before the throne of grace. And we want you to take advantage of that, spread the word. Uh, Wednesday night, typically, we would have our 745 call, but being that this Wednesday night, many of you will be uh, waist deep in turkeys and dressings and pumpkin pies and all the other accoutrements that uh, accompany the season. We're not going to have the call Wednesday night. We will be back the following week. Uh, with uh, that event. But this Wednesday night, we know it's a time for preparation, a time to get ready. I know the the powers that be are trying to put the old damper on our Thanksgiving celebrations, but I think we can do it right and do it safely. I, I, I tell you what, I would not let anything stop me from celebrating Thanksgiving. I think you know that about me. I, if I got to go catch the turkey myself, I'll, I'll find out where where the turkeys live. Publix, Walmart, where 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 turkeys live? I'll go get it. Okay, I promise you this: I'm going to have a Thanksgiving celebration because not only is uh, the food wonderful and the family and the fellowship wonderful, but you know what? God deserves that day to give thanks. So we're gonna we're gonna honor that, and then. We'll come back here on Sunday for morning uh, for Sunday school and for morning worship, and make sure you have that uh, uh, prepared and ready to go next Sunday. Amen. Any other announcements uh, that I may have overlooked or missed? Any special events coming up? All right, praise God for that. Amen. All right, let's open our Bibles today to First Thessalonians chapter five. While you're doing so, I just uh, want to make sure that everyone has a wonderful and safe and happy Thanksgiving. Let me wish you from myself and my family, and as a, a sort of a blessing to you today, uh, I'll take credit for it, but the wife is the one who did all the work. We have a, a, a few treats 
for you to take and put on your Thanksgiving table, unless you're like me, in which case they will definitely not last until Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah, they may not last to drive home. Amen? Hallelujah. You put them in my hands and... You know, I'm only a mile away, but it's it's 50-50 whether they're still still around by the time I walk through the door. But we want to bless you with that today, just as a personal expression of thanksgiving for all of you. Amen. First Thessalonians chapter 5, uh, just going to read three very small, very simple verses. You know them this day. It's a very special day. I think we all understand what all of this represents. But verse 16 17 and 18 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks. And everything give thanks. And everything give thanks. Why? For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. May God's blessings accompany the reading of His Holy Word. Let's Pray together. Father God, we give you thanks today. We give you honor. We give you glory. We magnify your great and mighty name. Great are you, God, and greatly to be praised. We give thanks for your word today, God. Thank you for its inspiration, for the Holy Spirit moving in the hearts and minds of your holy prophets and apostles to put this down, to write this down, not only for the edification of the church of that day, but for the edification of the church of all days. We thank you for its preservation. Many have tried to corrupt. Many have tried to destroy. Many have tried to ban the reading of your word. But you are faithful, God, and your word survives as a testimony to each and every generation. Thank you for this opportunity to minister your word today. God bless the one who preaches today. Help him. You know his limitations today. Bless those who hear the word today. Anoint the ears that hear as you anoint the mouth that speaks. Let every heart be open and receptive. Let the word take root and let it bear fruit. We ask it in Jesus' name. The church agrees. Amen. This Sunday is always special to me for many reasons, not only because it uh, kicks off my favorite holiday week of the year. As you know, I've boasted many times that I'll take Thanksgiving over just about any other day. It's not just the food. I, I know that's what you think. Uh, and, I, and I'm very much a traditionalist. There will be turkey and gravy and mashed potatoes and stuffing. We're not going to do any of this, this modern foolishness. Uh, no, we stick with the classics in my house. And, and uh, Thanksgiving is, is very much about tradition. And it's not just about the football. I know you think that's the thing, too. And, and, and I'm not going to pretend that I won't watch it. But I just love the whole the fellowship, the family and just the, the concept to me is just so, so integral to, to all that we have. The, the blessings, not only of being an American, that's certainly, that's certainly a blessing, I think. It's, it's hard, getting harder and harder 
to really discern the blessing, but I still believe that this nation has the potential to be the greatest blessing to uh, its citizens and to really the people of the whole world. I think America's potential to do good, to promote peace and righteousness and justice in this world is is unlimited. And, and I'm grateful to be part of this nation. I'm grateful that God appointed me a place here. But I think it's even more particular to give thanks and have gratitude for being a Christian, being part of the church of the living God. What a blessing. You know, I... I I, I put it on Facebook this morning. It's not a secret, but today is the anniversary, my uh, my anniversary as pastor of Lighthouse Church of God. It was 16 years ago, the Sunday before Thanksgiving, 2004. Yes, I'm that old. The gray hair is not in effect. When I when I took this appointment, I was a young man, full of strength and vigor, and energy, and enthusiasm, and uh, the broken man you see before you today. Is it? No, it's, I, I, I joke. I, I, God has been so faithful over the years, and I am so grateful for this day. Uh, I'm grateful for this church. Uh, I've never just seen anything like it. I've, I've, I've been a Church of God brat my whole life. I've been uh, in contact with so many churches, pastors, and, and I've just never seen anything like Lighthouse Church of God, a church of, of such faithfulness, uh, uh, compassion, generosity, patience. You've been so patient with me as your pastor. You've, uh, you've held me up. You've supported me and my family and, and all just, I, I'm so, my heart just overflows. Uh, there's a portion here, I didn't read it, but there's a portion earlier where he talks about recognizing those uh, who have uh, uh, contributed to, to where you are and where you're going. And I've had some great, I've been blessed, unbelievably blessed by having some great mentors, some great uh, godfathers and godmothers uh, who've over, uh, overseen me, or just 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 took care of me, uh, just starting with my own mother and father. God bless faithful moms and faithful dads. I can't even begin to express what a difference they've they made for me and my sisters and uh, their children, their grandchildren. My father uh, pastoring meant, was my hero, is my hero today. I, I hope that when I'm his age, I will have one quarter of the strength and energy and passion that he has. He, he's still raring to go. Uh, and, uh, and, of course, my mother's been gone for some time now, but I think of her daily, her influence over my life, the prayers. You've heard me speak of it so many times, so many nights, following, falling asleep in my bedroom to the sound of my mother's prayers. What, 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 what better environment could you ask for? We weren't rich. We didn't have uh, uh, the, the luxuries of life in any, any context, but we were rich in faith and in grace and in love and in joy and in peace. I grew up in a house of peace, and that is such a blessing. And 
grandmothers, aunts, uncles, godmothers, godfathers in the church, mentors, preachers, pastors, so many people. I am so grateful for God to sending our way, to sending my way. Think of my intern pastor, Brother Herring, who was the goofiest pastor I'd ever known in my life up until that time. But boy, he, he really took care of me, and, and he took time. He, he didn't just assume you're a preacher's kid, you know the drill. He took time with me. He, 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 he was a little tough at times, but thank God for that. He would admonish me from time to time. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful. I remember very distinctly uh, the, the jobs that he gave me. Uh, you know, it would have been very easy for me to, being a preacher's kid, being an ordained minister, being called to preach, to be a little resentful of some of the tasks I was assigned in my early days in ministry. But you know what? I look back on that as a blessing now. You know, I really do. Uh, you don't know the blessing. You really don't know the blessing that God's going to pour in to your life out of doing the very simple things. Uh, there is no ministry. There is no task that God cannot use for your encouragement, for your edification. I remember he assigned me the ministry of visitation. My job to go visit all the old people. Now I'm one of the old people. But you know, I had to go and and, he, and and I took a brother, a friend of mine, a little country boy with me, and we went and visited those old people. And, and I tell you what, we went there to minister to them, but every time we left, it was they who administered to us. Brother Linwood Jacobs, I could tell you some stories about Brother Jacobs, a church planter, church builder. We'd sit on his porch, we'd drink sweet iced tea. I'm 20 years old. I'm there to minister to him. And he just starts pouring into me a lifetime of God's grace and mercy. I tell you, I'm thankful. I'm grateful today for the people that God put in my life. And I'm grateful for you for these 16 years of support and encouragement and patience. And I'm so thankful. And as I, as I minister this word today, I want you to know where it comes from. It comes out of that heart of gratitude. I would never have claimed to have deserved. I never even could have imagined. I had sat down at 19, 18, 19 years old. I was just beginning my ministry. I could not have even envisioned what God had in store for me. But thank God. Thank God. He, you know, uh, yes, I'm not going to pretend that it's all been roses and candy and, and easy days. There have been plenty of difficulties. We've survived. We've gone through fires and floods and and we've had uh, uh, people come in and go out, and, and we have all the things that churches experience. But I wouldn't trade one moment, not one moment. I've, I, when I see what God has done with it all, I rejoice. I rejoice. And we can do that this morning, can't we? We can rejoice always. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Serving God is joy unspeakable and full of glory. I tell you that today. With joy I draw from the wells of salvation. He has, he has made me a joyful. I was not always a joyful person. Uh, you know, I was a little sour uh, in my youth, a little rebellious, a little hard-headed, a little, 
a little difficult, they say. But I tell you today, the joy of the Lord fills my heart. It's not a difficult for me to lift my voice and lift my hands and lift my heart, to rejoice in the Lord, to rejoice in His goodness and His favor and His awesome grace, to rejoice in knowing Jesus Christ, to rejoice in the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and the infilling and empowering presence of God in my life. Church, we have much to be joyful. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And I don't know about these sour ones. I don't know about these ones that are always down. You can't keep me down for even a minute. I don't care what's going on in the world. I don't care what's happening. There is joy in my soul, joy everlasting and overcoming. I rejoice in God my Savior because I tell you what, as difficult as things may get, and we can certainly testify, this year has been difficult on many different levels. But we have been pressed. We have been crushed. We have been perplexed. There are days I don't even know what, you know, I'm afraid to even open my eyes to see what might happen next. But you know what? I lay in that bed every morning and something just, it's not something, someone fills my heart. And every day I get out of that bed renewed, refreshed, invigorated, revived, and full of the joy of Jesus Christ. Rejoice always. Rejoice always. Be of a mindset that lets the joy of God just fill you and flood your heart and mind. Pastor, you don't even understand this, what I'm dealing with. No, maybe I don't. I've had my share, but maybe I don't understand it. I've lost people very close to me. I've experienced the uh, difficulties uh, uh, with my children. I've gone through battles at work. I've had economic setbacks. I've I, I've gone through every you know every experience of life that you can think of that would be a negative. Uh, but maybe I haven't been through exactly what you're dealing with. But that's all right. Uh, I don't need to know exactly what you're dealing with. But I can tell you this: in whatever the battle is you're fighting today. Do not let the enemy steal your joy. Guard your joy like the greatest treasure of your life. Don't let the weariness and the, and the confusion and, the, and, and, and all of the corruption you see around you turn you into someone that you're not meant to be. Hallelujah. Whatever comes our way, Whatever befalls us, whatever happens next, we will face it with joyful hearts because we know the one who sits on the throne and we know the plans that he has for us and what he intends for us is good and everything's going to come together for our good. You can have joy. Sorrows endure for a night. There's a time of sorrow, yes, there's a time to grieve, yes. There's a time when you struggle, yes. But you've got to put a limitation on it. You've got to say, tonight I might have tears. But when the morning comes, when the day star arises in my heart, there will be joy. There will be joy. I can tell you, I can testify. 
The enemy has come for my joy so many times. He has come to steal, kill, and destroy. But there is a greater one than he. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in this world. And he came and he gave me life. And not just life, but life more abundantly. My joy is not a stingy joy. My joy is not a meager joy. My joy is not the bare, thrifty joy. My joy is an abundant joy. It overflows. It spreads out. It fills the world around me. I look at this world through eyes of joy. I rejoice. I rejoice. I rejoice in every breath. I rejoice in every day. I rejoice in every moment. The dead cannot praise him. Those who are gone have gone to a place of silence. But while breath fills my lungs, while blood pumps through my body, while my brain and heart continue to function, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will rejoice in God my Savior. There is joy, unspeakable joy, unspeakable joy, unceasing and unending joy. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. The enemy is so determined to destroy our joy. He doesn't want us walking around with smiles on our face. That's why he's kind of set it up so we have to cover up. Amen? He knows that smile is infectious. He knows thy countenance when it is enlightened. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why so downcast, O my soul? Put your trust in God. He is the lifter, what? Of my cap. I tell you what, some of you walk around, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. No, 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 no. Lift your countenance. Let your smile be seen from coast to coast. Let the light of the Holy Spirit fill your eyes. There is joy. I tell you what. For us, every day is Christmas morning. Every day we are that three-year-old seeing the brightly wrapped presents. Then what has God got for me today? What good thing, what great thing is God going to give me today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The mercies of the Lord are renewed every day. His anointing is renewed every day. His mercies do not go away with the sundown. They come back in the morning. Hallelujah. Be joyful, the writer says. Be joyful. Oh, you're just you're, you're just a per, you're just talking about personality. No, I tell you what. Anybody knows me knows my personality is the other way. Personality wise, I'm quiet. I'm reserved. I am. Uh, I've been accused of being a little standoffish. Amen. I've been accused of being a little uh, taciturn. I think that's a good old word, taciturn. Look it up. Google it. Hallelujah. I've been accused of being severe. 
I tell you what, some people look at me and say, what, what, what's, he so, what's he so grumpy about? Yeah. Ah, but you got to get to know me. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. You got to get to know me Amen. because there's joy, unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. Hallelujah. You got to let it out. You got to let it out. Amen. Let it fill you. I tell you what, say, how can you be joyful? I can be joyful because I pray without ceasing. Amen. Amen. Whatever concerns, whatever worries, whatever cares, whatever burdens I may have, they are only momentary. How can they be only momentary? Because I give them to God in prayer. Hallelujah. Why are you worried? Why are you afraid? Why are you concerned? Don't you know the Lord your God careth for you? Cast all your cares upon the Lord. Whatever burden, whatever bother. Now listen, I'm going to be honest. I, when I was young, I, I talked about back in the day, I talked about my early days of ministry. Prayer was such a struggle. I'm going to be honest. I know some of you, 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 just, you were born to pray. Well, praise God for you. For me, prayer was a battle. It was a struggle. I... I I, I'll be honest. I'm not. I, when I was young, I was not one who enjoyed praying. Can I tell you that? Amen. You might think 16 years I, we've had you as a pastor and you don't like praying. Now listen, listen. I've, I, 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 my version, my vision, my mindset of prayer was a was a very formal one. Yeah. It was down on your knees, hands folded, eyes closed, yeah. you know, head bowed. That's what I thought prayer was. Hallelujah. And I, I just, I didn't, I didn't really, you know, I, I do it, but it really wasn't, you know, the way I, I, I would express myself any other way. It wasn't how I went about my business. But I tell you what, I thank God. I learned the secret of prayer. Prayer is to pray without ceasing. That means as I go through my day, me and God, we're talking to each other like we we side by side. You know, I I get a lot of funny looks. I do. Because I'm I'm a very verbal. I'm I'm not one of these. Some of you are very good at praying in your head. I'm not good at that. I got to talk. I got to. If I close my eyes and try to pray, I'll fall asleep. Hallelujah. I'm not good at that. I got I got to verbalize. I'm a very verbal person. I'm a kinetic thinker. Anybody know what a kinetic thinker is? Kinetic thinker is I'm one of these people that's got to walk. I think better when I'm moving. I'm not good. Uh, 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 Sister uh, Gresham put me on Zoom a while back there to. And I had to sit there at a desk and stare. Boy, I tell you what, that was the worst sermon I ever preached. I, I am not good at sitting. I can't do the sitting still thing. My thinking is connected to movement. So I get some strange looks at work. Because I'll be walking around the warehouse and I'll be just talking to the Lord and, and just talking. And people look at me. And, you know, it's, it's easier these days. Because everybody's got these things now. So you can play it off like you're talking on the phone. Amen. But back before we had these things, people just thought I was crazy. 
This guy, why, why are you talking to yourself? I'm not talking to myself. Well, there ain't nobody else here. Well, just because you see him, no meaning he ain't here. You know? So I'm walking around just talking, just talking to the Lord. I'd be having a conversation. And it be and listen, it's not always. I, I got to be honest. Some of you are so eloquent in your prayers. You're so gifted. You you got the King James prayer language with all the these and the thous. My prayers are never like that. My prayers, I talk to God. Maybe I don't know. Some might even think it a bit uh, a bit disrespectful. But I talk to God like I talk to most everybody else. I just I just use plain English and and I just talk to Him like, Hey Lord, Hey God. And I'm never. I, I'm not. You know. When I say it like this, at least so you're being casual. No, I'm not casual with God. I'm fully aware of who he is at all times. And I understand that when you're talking to the Lord, there needs to be some respect and some reverence. And, and you need to honor him and, and you, need to re, you need to show him that you know who he is. But I have found something. That God is not just God. He's also my father. He is Abba. And I can come to him like I can go to my father, my dad, and say, we got a situation here. And that's how most of my prayers start. (laughs) Hallelujah. Most of my prayers start, Lord, i got a situation here. Amen. And I tell you what, people wonder why I am so calm, so peaceful. We can have situations at work. Sister Jacob knows what I'm talking about. She's in the same business I am. Planes late, trucks late, it's pouring down rain, tropical storms coming, Santa Claus is coming, yeah. Everything, everybody's coming, the whole world is ending, coronavirus, yeah. you know, everything's ending. Yeah. Everybody's running around with their hair on fire. Everybody's running around, right, like the, and, and I'm just standing there, and people look at me, you must not understand the situation. No, I understand the situation. How can you be so calm? I said, I got it. I said, we got it. We got this. Lord's got it. We're going to get it. We're going to be It's easy to do that when you give every care and concern and worry that you have over to God. I don't carry these burdens alone. I don't care. The only thing in the Bible I was ever told to carry was the cross of Jesus Christ. And if I carry the cross at Christ, if I take up that cross daily, that means every care, every worry, every concern, every need that I have is covered by the cross of Jesus Christ. What he paid for, what he bought with his own blood is my inheritance. And I know, I know that I can go to the throne of grace boldly and find help. In any time of my need. Amen. Amen. Sometimes it's a great burden. Sometimes I'm overwhelmed by concern for one of my children, or I'm overwhelmed by something that's happening to a family in the church, or I'm overwhelmed by a financial circumstance. Got a couple of those right now. Amen. Looking at that saying, hmm, I'm not sure how I'm going to pull that off. But you know, in each and every one of those times, I say, Lord, you know this is too big for me. I ain't got it. So I'm going to have to trust you. And I'll tell you what, I found this. The Lord will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed. 
That means my focus isn't on the problem. It's on the problem solver. When you look at the problem, it seems overwhelming. But when you look at the problem solver, hallelujah, hallelujah, I can rejoice because all of my cares are covered by the cross of Christ. What does this allow me to do? This allows me to go through every, and every situation with a heart of thanksgiving. Amen. I can give thanks either because the circumstance itself is the blessing yes. or the circumstance itself is the reason why the blessing is going to be given. Amen. You understand what I mean by that? Every problem, you say, how can I give thanks when things are difficult or I'm having a problem? You don't give thanks for the problem. That's silly. Why would I be thankful for to be sick? Why would I be thankful to be broke? Why would I be thankful to be in debt? Why would I be thankful to lose a job? No, we're not, we're not told to give thanks for everything. We are told to give thanks in everything. I can give thanks not because I'm sick, but because I know who the healer is. And my sickness is an opportunity once again for him to show and prove his love and his care and his concern for me. I can give thanks because I know who the bill payer is. And my circumstance may be such, but he owns the cattle of a thousand hills and all the gold buried within. I can give thanks. Even for those times he does not answer according to my request. I can give thanks for that because it's an indication to me that my request was a little off base. Maybe I was asking for something that, while I thought it would be a blessing or a benefit, God saw. See, we've got to understand how prayer works. So why do we pray according in the name of Jesus and according to the will of God? Because sometimes God has to protect us from our prayers. Amen. God has answered so many prayers of mine. I'm so grateful for that. But I'm equally grateful for the ones he didn't answer. Amen. Because there's a lot of wrong turns that you can take. We were talking, and I came in at the tail end, but they were talking in Sunday school about having to know when something's of God or not. And I tell you what, we are very easily fooled. I know some prophets that every thought they have must come from God. Because they thought it. Amen. And if they thought it, well, they're a prophet, so it must be God. Come on. You get yourself yourself in some real trouble thinking that way. Amen. I'm so grateful that God protects me from my own prayers at times. But I tell you what, when we go into this season of giving thanks, somebody asked me the other day, I mean, we were talking a little bit about something similar to this in the same vein. And they said, you know, so much has happened this year. I think this is just going to be the worst Thanksgiving ever. And I checked that person. I said, are you a believer? Well, you know I'm a believer. You know I'm a Christian. And I said, no, 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 no. I know what you claim to be, but I'm asking you what you actually are. I said, if you know your God, and you know what he can do and what he has done, I said, I said to this person, and maybe I'm, I don't know if I was out of line or not, but you know, sometimes that spirit of rebuke rises in you. And I said, didn't you tell me 
your wife got sick with this coronavirus a while back? I said, yeah. I said, how's she doing? Oh, no, she, she's great. She's fine. It was very mild. Didn't I said, you're telling me you ain't got nothing to be thankful for on Thanksgiving? I said, it's times like this when we have the most to be thankful for. All that has happened. Everything that every family, every home, every community that's been destroyed by fire, by flood, by wind, every family that's devastated. By, and you're sitting here telling me, whole of sound, sound mind, your family's intact, your home's intact, you've got a job, you're not quarantined, and you can't find a reason? You can't stand up and say, thanks be unto God for the great things that He has done? If you're still breathing on Thursday, you better wake up and give thanks unto God. Hallelujah. I said, this, I said, when troubles like these come, it doesn't make me less grateful. It makes me more grateful. Amen. We spent years just taking it for granted. Being able to draw a breath, we just take that as our divine right. Amen. And now the very breath in our body is being threatened by an enemy. And we can't find a reason to give thanks? My God, this better not be your worst Thanksgiving. This better be your best Thanksgiving you've had in a long time. Because if you've got this far, you owe God so much glory and honor and praise. Hallelujah. He didn't have to, you know. He didn't have to. Some people, they feel like God owes them an easy life, an untroubled journey, walking through a rose, God, just everything coming up roses. My God, you better, you better, you better check your Bible one more time. Amen. In prison, often. In shipwrecks, often. In labors often, in persecutions often, in too much often. Three times struck with the whip 39 times. One time stoned to death. But God. But God is faithful. Amen. Rejoice. Give all your cares to God in prayer. And be thankful in every set of circumstances. Because God is faithful. Amen? Amen. Somebody's got the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. And a little child shall leave them. Hallelujah. I'll tell you what. If you're not as joyful as that young man, you're missing the point. You're missing the point. God is faithful. This week, this week more so because of the situations. Let's rejoice. Because of the situations, let's pray. Ever take every care you've got. You know what? Be methodical about it. Write it down. I don't know about you, my memory, I almost forgot to put the phone out this morning. I don't know what's going on with me. I used to have world-class, I mean, I had jeopardy-level memory. And I don't know, I can't remember hardly anything these days. Somebody told me, I got, I got too much in there. I got too much crammed in there. 
that there's no room for anything to shake loose anymore. I, 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 maybe that's it, or maybe there's a hole in the back of my head and it's all leaking out. I don't know. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If you got to, write it down. Every care you've got, mom, dad, daughter, son, grandchild, work, write it down. But while you're writing those down, I want you on the other side of the paper, I want you to write down every blessing. And you're going to look at those lists and you're going to find they are the same list. Amen. 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 The person you have, you've got down as a care is also down as someone to be thankful for. The situation you've got down as a care is also a situation you've got something to be thankful for. Amen. Amen. We go into this week rejoicing, praying, and giving thanks. Let's stand together this morning. I rejoice because God is my Savior. Jesus is my Lord. The Holy Spirit is my comforter and my friend. I rejoice today because I am in fellowship with great people of God. We have great leaders. I'm thankful for the church of God. Thankful for this pulpit they've loaned to me all these years. I've stood my post faithfully. I'm thankful for our leadership, the men and women of the church of God who are fighting the good fight keeping the faith, keeping the gospel light lit and sharing it with the world. I'm grateful for the fellowship of the saints. I'm grateful for a faithful wife, a comforter and a friend. I'm grateful for my children most of the time. No, all of the time. I tell you what, they they, they bless me. I love my kids. Amen. I do. They... They, 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 they test me at times, but, they, but I love my children. My family's everything to me. Amen. Amen. So we're going to come together to take the body and blood of Christ, and we're going to do it with the spirit of thanksgiving. Amen. Because of all the things we have to be grateful for, Amen. at the very top of the list, above all others, is that God has commended his love toward us, And that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That we might be forgiven, cleansed, redeemed, and made part of his beautiful body. Would you come and let us share in this service together? Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. And I'll tell you what, let's do it a little differently today. While everybody's coming, somebody testify. Somebody boast of the Lord. And we have conversation with God And I am so thankful. I have made a decision about nine years ago. I applied to two jobs. One of the school board and one of the studio boards. The school board came to me. I'm going to read that. 
our steps. Oh, no. 
child who came home and the father rejoiced and celebrated all was forgiven their place at the table was restored and the place in the kingdom restored our God is an awesome God hallelujah this is why we give thanks it's because of the body and it's because of the blood it's because of what Christ did at Calvary. The Sister Crystal is back in the fold. Everything the enemy meant to kill and steal 
and destroy has been turned over and has become the foundation of a life and a testimony that will rock the kingdom of darkness to its very core. Never underestimate the power of the blood. It reaches to the highest mountain. It flows to the lowest valley. It never loses its power. Hallelujah. Father, we give thanks today for the body of our Savior, Jesus Christ, that hung suspended between heaven and earth to make a way where there was no way, to be a ladder, to be a bridge for the lost and the dying, for the broken and the helpless, for those forgotten and for those forsaken, to come back into the embrace of the family of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for giving your body to make us whole, to make us one. We bless this body. We bless this bread. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Take, eat, be made whole in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, O Lamb of God. Worthy is the Lamb of God. Worthy is the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we bless this cup today. What can we say about the blood of your Son, Jesus? About its power. About the life, the cleansing. Oh, Father, today. This cup cost Christ everything. Lord, this is your life. This is your blood given for the remission, forgiveness, and cleansing of our sins. By this cup, we are renewed. We are made clean. All the past is wiped away. All our failures, all our faults, everything that came before is wiped away. We become new creatures, new creations. We bless this cup today. We receive it in faith. In Jesus' name. Amen. Take and drink. Let the life of Christ be renewed in you today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, just give the Lord the highest praise this morning. Just give Him the highest praise. If it was your child that came home, you would not be able to contain your joy. 
If it was your child that came home, you would dance around this place like heaven itself had come to earth. Glorify the Lord this morning. There is hope. There is hope. No one goes too far. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. Rejoice. For God reigns supreme. Give thanks. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Bless your name, Jesus. Let me take this opportunity to wish each of you a very happy and blessed Thanksgiving. God bless you all. Greet one another. This has been a production of the Lighthouse Church of God. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed. You are welcome to join us for service every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. For more information or to support our ministry, visit our website at www.lhcogfl.org. Or if you're in the Broward County area, we would love for you to visit our church located at 1890 Southwest 31st Avenue, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33312. God bless you. Until next time, this is the Lighthouse Church of God, lighting the way through the storms of life.